Hello, and welcome to my brand new podcast. I'm Samuel Cruz, and this is Midwestern Sports Talk. Basically, this is a podcast I will be discussing different sports news and topics generally in the Midwest, and of course, other stuff too. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, I would recommend sharing it with other people who also might enjoy it. Also, make sure to follow my Twitter and Instagram accounts so you can get notified when a new episode releases. And also, if you're listening to this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and like the video. That will help a lot. So our first topic we'll be sliding into is the NBA draft, which happened last night. And a more local team got the first pick in the draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves. And with their first pick, they selected Anthony Edwards out of Georgia. This looks to be a pretty solid pick and, and a smart pick. They could have gone with some. They could have gone with more risky pick, Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball. But uh, Ball, but Ball is just a kid that played one year in Australia before declaring for the draft. I think Lamelo would have had if Lamelo would have played college ball here in the U.S. Scouts would have had a better idea of this kid, but LaMelo ended up in the third pick of the draft with the Hornets. The Chicago Bulls had the fourth pick in the draft, and they selected Patrick Williams, a forward out of Florida State. This guy had a pretty solid freshman year with some seminal with the Seminoles, and he even received an all-ACC freshman team honors. And it would be, and it would be an and it will be interesting how his career unfolds with the Bulls. We have also we also had a Big Ten guy get picked in the top ten, Jalen Smith out of Maryland. This former sophomore was a beast in the Big Ten, and I am excited to see what he can do with the Suns. And and then we have Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa State drafted by the Sacramento Kings with the twelfth pick. I honestly was surprised Halliburton went twelfth in the draft. This guy brings so much energy to the court, and he is a good leader out there. All right, our next topic we'll be discussing is college football in the Midwest. We mostly will be breaking down games in the Big Twelve or in the Big Ten, but if there there is a big game going outside of those conferences, we'll be giving those a game those games a look too. So let's start first. Start with the Big Ten. And just looking at the schedule right now, this week is going to be a great week for Big Ten. For our Friday night Big Ten game, we have Purdue Boilermakers at Minnesota Golden Gophers. Now, I gotta say, I love how Big Ten is doing one of their football games on Friday night because, in my opinion, the more nights that have football, the better. Um, I just, I just love kicking back after a long day and watching some college football. Back to this game, though. When I first think of Minnesota this season, um, I immediately think of disappointment. But surprisingly enough, not the biggest appointment, disappointment in the Big Ten. Minnesota ended up ended with the record 11-2 last year. And according to Wikipedia, that was their most successful season in over 50 years. And now for, fast forward to now, Minnesota are now 2.5 underdogs in their upcoming game with Purdue. Keep in mind, Purdue only went four and eight last season, not even making a bowl. How does this happen? Well, first, I think it's because this season's so different. Um, I think the season has become more unpredictable. I mean, according to Washington Post, home teams in the NFL 
are 65 and 67 and 1 entering week 10. That is the lowest it has been in 19 years. So I think it's safe to say that the home crowd plays a difference in games. But also I don't want to but I also don't want to think we should compare this year's Golden Gophers to last year's. Minnesota avoided the best team in the Big Ten last year, Ohio State. I would say Minnesota had three big games last year, Penn State, Iowa, and Wisconsin. And out of those three games, they went 1-2. Don't get me wrong. If your team goes 11-2, your team's pretty good. But I think Minnesota's talent was maybe more of a 10-9 or win kind of a season. What I'm trying to get out of this is I don't think Minnesota should have been as hyped as they were this season. With all that being said, I believe Minnesota is desperate for a win. This is a must-win for Minnesota if they have to stay competitive. Going into this game, Purdue does not have a strong run offense, with them only averaging 2.5 yards on the ground, um, but that's with sacks and stuff. But luckily for Purdue, Minnesota is absolutely terrible on run defense. Minnesota's run defense has allowed 7.2 yards per carry this season, but if Minnesota can figure something out on defense and not give up the ball on offense, I th I think Minnesota I I, th I think Minnesota is winning this Friday night game. For our Big Ten noon games on Saturday, we have Indiana, Ohio State, and Illinois at Nebraska. This Ohio State and Indiana game is going to be quite interesting. I fully expect the Buckeyes to come out with a win in this top 10 Big Ten matchup. But with all that said, I think Indiana is going to come ready to play. They're going to give this championship caliber team a run for their money. But I th just think Ohio State's pure talent is going to show up on Saturday. On the other on the other Big Ten noon game, we have Nebraska coming into this game favored by 15.5 point favorites at the time of this recording. Though Nebraska did not start the season so hot, their game against Penn State made Nebraska look like an actual football team. If I was a Nebraska fan, I would still have hope for this season. Though it hurts me to say this, I could definitely see the Huskers running the table for with the remainder of this season. Don't think... So. Don't think the Huskers will cover the spread. I do think they'll win this football game. The pair of afternoon games for the Big Ten are no games to ignore. We have Wisconsin at Northwestern and Iowa at Penn State. Both games will be pretty interesting to watch. Wisconsin is right now uh, favored by 7.5 in this top 25 matchup. Wisconsin already has two games canceled due to the virus, but because the games we've have seen they do look like a special football team. Like always, Wisconsin's defense is top-notch. Their defense has only allowed, on average, 218 yards per game. Also, like expected, they have a solid run game with their offense averaging around 7 yards per carry. But this year, they have a talented freshman quarterback by the name of Grand Mertz. This kid in two games has already gotten seven passing touchdowns. He has a 74 completion percentage, and not to mention this red shirt freshman quarterback has yet to throw an interception. Definitely should have looked out for this guy in the future. I have Wisconsin winning this game, one even though Northwestern's on a winning streak. The Hawks and Penn State game is an intriguing game for me. We all know how very disappointing Penn State's season's going. Um... 
going 0-4 this, so far this season. But I do think this would be the game Penn State starts playing football again. And even though Penn State has yet to win a game, Iowa is only favored by 2.5 points. Both teams are having a rough start, though Iowa seems to be starting to get a hang of things now. I will say I'm not impressed with Iowa's new starting quarterback, Spencer Petras. He has thrown more picks than touchdowns with his four games as starter. But where the Hawks lack in passing, they more than make up for it in their run game. Their, ru- their running back, Tyler Goodson, I believe is one of the best backs in the conference. There are some pretty tough run defenses in the conference, but Goodson somehow manages to average six yards per carry. So if Iowa wins this one, it's going to be through their, run- their defense in their run game. The last scheduled game for the Big Ten is a toilet bowl. Michigan at Rutgers. After all, after all those good games, they ended up with a crappy one. Anyways, it seems that Harbaugh is on his last leg for coaching at Michigan, and he needs as many wins as he can get if he hopes to stay at Michigan or at least get a good coaching job somewhere. I have Michigan winning this one. Now on to Big 12 football. This week, there are only two games uh, because some of them have bye weeks and also... Texas Kansas game was postponed. But quality over quantity, am I right? The first Big 12 game starts at 3 o'clock Central with the Cyclones and the Wildcats. This will be an exciting game in Ames, Iowa. The Clones are right now 11 point favorites in this upcoming game with no fans. I think it will be closer than some people think. Kansas has been pretty decent at defense, especially in their run defense, but Iowa State has a weapon at their running back position. Brees Hall has been putting up some quite good numbers this season and is even getting in some of the Heisman talk. Don't know if if you guys think K-State has the defense to go up against Brees the Beast. I have Cyclones winning this one. And for the ABC night game, we have Oklahoma-Oklahoma State. This game is going to be intense and is a must-watch. These in-state rivals are battling for a ticket to Arlington for a Big 12 title. Oklahoma State has had a pretty successful season this year. Their defense has been really good and something you wouldn't expect from a normal Okie State team. On the other hand, we have this, a Sooner team who did not start out the greatest with a loss from Kansas State and Iowa State, but ever since their win against Texas, they have looked unstoppable and might even be the best team in the Big 12 right now, even with those early season losses. Oklahoma point Oklahoma are 7-point favorites in this game, and I have them winning. And for our last topic, we'll be discussing something a little off-topic, but something I've been struggling with, and that is getting a hold of a PS5. So, the PS5 just released a couple days ago, and I have been trying to get my hands on one of them. But this whole pandemic, but with this whole pandemic, it is very it has been very hard to get one, because now they are mostly selling them online, and when you sell them at a sell an item with high demand, there will be people who buy a bunch of these items with bots and then sell them at a higher price. It's super annoying, and no one wants to pay more than they have to. I've been sitting on different web pages, refreshing, and also sitting in these hour long queues just hoping to secure one of these new consoles so if you're having troubles like me i recommend following different twitter accounts so you can be notified of these ps5 stock updates i've gotten close many times but 
but wish me the best of luck. Um, but once I purchase one, I'll probably review my first experiences of the PS5 for you guys on one of my episodes. Alright, so that's a wrap of my first episode of this podcast, um, my first time ever doing so, so I'm excited to see what you guys all think. If you stayed, if you stay this far, I'd recommend following my social media accounts to stay up with, to date with my podcast, and that's it for now. Have a lovely rest of your night.